HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. HRN is food radio supported by you. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. Welcome to Japanese. I'm your host, Akiko Teyama, food writer and the director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes a deep understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcasting live from Brooklyn, New York. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi every day on the supermarket, but what is beyond sushi? We hear dashi wameniskaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is still a mystery for many people, and I try to demystify it in this program with my crew guests. My guest today is Yoshiki Yukimachi, the sixth generation brewmaster of Takeno Brewery in Kyoto. Founded in 1947, Takeno Brewery has not, not only been a producer of high quality sake, but also known for its innovative mindset. Yoshiki's father, Yoshihei Yukimachi, initiated the transformation of the brewery strategy and introduced unique products under the Club brand, which features ancient sake rice. Also, Yoshiki has produced creative products and put Takeno Brewery's name in the global market. The Japanese sake market has been shrinking domestically due to various reasons like aging population in Japan, the increase in competitive products, but the sake exports has been record high in recent years, thanks to the efforts and inventive mindsets of sake producers like Takeno Brewery. So today we'll discuss Takeno Brewery's unique sake-making philosophy, the award-winning sake Takeno makes with the rare sake rice varieties, the pioneering ways to taste sake at Takeno Brewery's sake bar, how Yoshiki merges deep traditions and innovative ideas in his products, and much, much more. But before we start, Japan is available on Heritage Network website, as well as on iTunes, Stitch, and Spotify as a podcast. So please go to iTunes, Stitch, and Spotify, um, or Spotify, which way you listen to, and subscribe to Japanese. And please write a review. We truly appreciate your feedback. Now let's start a conversation with Yoshiki Yukimachi. Hello, Yoshiki. Welcome to the show. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Yoshiki. <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah, because uh, one of our listeners um, who seems to know a lot about sake asked if uh, we could have you on the show. So I'm very excited to have you here. So thank you for coming. Right, so um, first of all, uh, to get to know you, 
you were born and raised at a sake brewery in Kyoto, of course, Takenoshi. Oh, yeah. So, what did you eat when you grew up?、Mm. I eat、uh, so what my mother and grandmother cooked for me, and also it's、uh, traditional Japanese food. And very、um, close、um, to the sea,、uh, my place. Right, so sounds like you really grew up in a very ideal, traditional, authentic Japanese setup. And now you are making global sake. That's interesting. So, and you became the sixth generation brewmaster of Takeno Brewery 14 years ago. Uh, in 2009. So, when did you decide to succeed your family business in the first place? Discovered the、uh, excellence of sake、uh, in Tokyo 21 years old.、Mm, so, ma, ma, I go to Tokyo, so find. Uh, very good sake. So I love sake. So, <laughs> so um, and go back. So now making sake.、Mm, interesting. You had to rediscover what your family is doing.、Um, so uh, you became、um, the Toji when you were 25, I think. So it's amazing that how、uh, you were surrounded by the best. Sake, um, Kori sake when you grew up, but then you have to go come back. But you really picked the right time and yet at the young age to succeed in family business. And uh, so your father, um, Yoshihei Yukimachi, uh, is the president and you are the brewmaster. And I heard、yeah. your brothers yeah, I, are working with so you, right? Two brothers, yeah, two brothers, Tatsuro and Kohei. So, Barry and Yeah, very good luck. And so we together, and so normally, and so fighting. And so, but I,、uh, we, we、uh, work together. So, and So, making sake, so very、um, freestyle. So,、uh, we walk midnight and、uh, early morning. So, sometimes、um, no lunch, no、uh, um, breakfast. It's okay. Um, yeah, um, so, we,、uh, the brother, So, very、uh, not flex, flexible. Flexible. Right. Yeah, some family business,、uh, businesses do not work that cohesively. So, that's amazing.、Um, right. Okay, so what is the history of your family, Sake Brewery, Takenoshizo?、Um, um, it has a history of. About 150 years, so sixth generation. So, my family is、um, also 350 years,、uh, so、uh, 16 generation. 
、so about、uh, so six generations and start、uh, making sake. Mm-hmm. So, you were,、um, you were six generations, but what I heard、uh, for many reasons,、uh, the original sake brewery、uh, had to close and that you have to reopen、um, with other、uh, sake breweries, breweries, and that's your, what you're working on. That's called Sake, sake no Shuzo. But、um, the original history <laughs> of your sake brewery goes back to Edo period, which is、uh, from, right? That's a very, very long history. So, you have a good blood of sake making, making beyond six generations, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah.、Um, I think so. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs>、mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, but you know, we're going to discuss it. But you know, back, going back to 17th, 18th century, and now、um, sake is still going and it's becoming more energy thanks to places like you, someone like you. Forward minded sake brewer is replacing、uh, with defining the sake、uh, in the global market. So, this is very exciting.、Um, so, what is the philosophy of sake making at Takeno Brewery? And it seems to be you committed to be、uh, part of a local community and building a strong identity and terroir as、uh, the region of Kyoto as well. So, what is the philosophy of sake making?、Mm. <laughs> very, very、um, difficult question. So, so before is very、um, now. So, we will deliver so, peace to the world with sake. But、um, I think before is、uh, different. So, very、um, local business and、uh, Very local、um, place is. Right. So, what I,、uh, I read and studied because I was so passionate about, <laughs> about your sake brewery, I, I, there's a lot, so many、um, interviews and the other、uh, media coverage about how Takeno Brewery wants to contribute to be、um, a community and you want to maintain your identity as a regional sake brewery. And stay connected to the members of the community. So, you have a lot of、uh, community events and charities and、uh, try to create sort of a terroir, which is wine term, but which really summarizes all those characteristics from、uh, climate to、uh, soil, geography, everything, and water, of course, for the sake. And then a person who makes that's a part of the terroir. So, to me, Takeno Shizo is not just、uh, making quality sake. It's a Um, kind of a cheerleader of Kyoto region sake making and also, of course, Japanese sake industry overall. So, I think、uh, the philosophy seems to be、uh, when we talk about sake itself, is more kind of technically different, but also、uh, the mindset of trying to create a community, which I think is also historically very important for the sake history. So, yeah, it was very impressive when I w e all, all those、uh, media coverage. Okay, so、um, the, I heard that Take no Suzo used to make very standard sake, but the direction shifted in early 2000s. So, why did your strategy change?、Uh, um, my father、um, yeah, um, 
so important and individuality is very uh, important so brewing is so he uh, also uh, started using special rice with uh, all the dna my father is so very long time so thinking and uh, met him one uh, rice farmer so he have a very uh, old so rice we uh, we grow grow up and old rice so this area in this area so yeah so um what i heard also is that um so the sake consumption like I, I mentioned earlier has been declining um domestically overall because of the aging population to competitive products all those things um but then your father forward minded father decided to change something um because the market is shrinking you have to really explore a new way to sell but you have to be different to be able to stand out in a competitive domestically comp- still competitive market so and then you happen to find a receive ancient sake rice and there you go your <laughs> amazing forward minded father decided to pursue that very rare path to be a uh, vibe be vibe that sake rice and just change the sh- to shift the whole strategy and uh, <laughs> at this point it didn't just shift the strategy but also like inspiring other parts of the sake industry as well so that's amazing all right so we'll discuss the ancient right uh, after the break so uh uh we have a t- take a we'll take a quick break here and uh we'll uh, continue our conversation so please stay with us Welcome back. You're listening to Japan Needs on HRN, Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Akiko Teyama, and my guest today is Yoshiki Yukimachi, who is the sixth-generation brewmaster of Takeno Brewery in Kyoto. Founded in 1947, Takeno Brewery has been not only a producer of high-quality sake, but also known for its innovative mindset. And Takeno Brewery is known for producing award-winning sake that features rare rice varieties, which we mentioned quickly before the break. So could you tell us about the sake that you sell under the brand name Krabu using the ancient rice? Yeah. Um, Krabu was started by my father under is the most important brand for the company uh, we we company uh, so every year we focus on the rice and always try make make the best yeah of course right so this uh you go to the website and uh, there's uh, there's some labels you can find as to include included many other um 
along with many other labels. Um, but it's interesting that the the rice that you happen, your father happened to receive, um, that's a kameno is the rice that was a, a specific rice, just ancient rice, and also asahi. These are two rice uh, varieties that was forgotten. So, yeah, so I'm sure these rare uh, sake rice varieties can produce different kind of flavors. So how many uh, labels do you have on the club right now? Now um, five. And uh, ego and uh, some uh, my brother uh, original sake and so all um, eight eight and different and uh, brand if we have mm, right so okay and well we just keep mentioning us uh, the sake rice that's called sakamai and there are over a hundred sakamai uh, for sake production that's counted under the Japanese uh, administration of sake production. But uh, the top two varieties called Yamade Nishiki and the Gohyaku Mangoku accounts for 60% of the total sake rice actually used. So how important is it for you to use the rare sake rice uh, varieties uh, called Kameno and Asahi and uh, some other new ones you, you try to use? Um, it's uh, very important. Uh, we want to use rice and that's how been so grew on. We, we, our, our land under a uh, long time and has a special flavor. Very important. Right. So, for example, I'm uh, looking at this Asahi um, Kurama, Kurabu, Asahi Kurabu, that's the sake label. And the Asahi rice uh, was really popular in Meiji era, but then uh, it started to be less used. And it's a uh, big rice, and uh, you don't need much of uh, for, uh, fertilizer or anything. I'm talking about the natural fertilizer. So it's very popular. It used to be popular, but then um, the market demand changed and eventually out of those uh, 100 sake, sakamai, sake rice, uh, some of them uh, lose its popularity, the farmers stop making it, even if it's very precious and delicious. So I think what are you doing at uh, the Takeno Brewery is trying to revive those um, extinct, potentially extinct rice uh, to be, um, to get the new life and introducing that charm to the world. Um, so that's very exciting. So, okay, and um, as much as Takeno Brewery is committed to the local community, your sake is globally recognized. So, and you, as the sixth generation, you've been pushing the envelope of the definition of a sake. That's what I heard. Um, for instance, I heard that you have introduced a new production method, which in- includes slow fermentation at the lower temperature or longer period. So could you tell us about this new approach So um, we used to make sake with only one type of bacteria. So, but now we fermented different bacteria together. Uh, It is very 
this key method and I uh, sometimes uh, fault so but um, we have been type it since 2009 and uh, uh, finally hmm, after seven years we have been typed this method uh, since 2009 and it's um, uh, finally worked so so we ferment uh, for very long Time. Time is uh, 250 days. So, and so this, this sake uh, need to be aged for 10 years. So, uh, now, now uh, five uh, years left. So, <laughs> So wow. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Wow, so it's not in the market yet? Yeah, not it's yet. A, what's the name of the label? Uh, not yet. So <laughs> um after five years, uh so if if you want, so let's let's drink. <laughs> yeah, together. <Application>. Yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah, I'll come on, yeah. I'll come and see in Kyoto to share the bottle. Yeah. Right. Um, but um, so this fermentation, slow at lower temperature, that means that you can uh, maximize the flavor of the rice. Is that why you do it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, so very low temperature and very high temperature mixed and so very complicated uh, fermentation. So, so two hundred. So normal sake is uh, uh, two months, so sixty days. So this sake is so mm, very very different. Right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So is that something you came up with? To I mean, uniquely you wanted to maximize the flavor. Of the ingredients, so you decided to spend more time. Is that yeah? What? Wow. Okay. Um, well, I'll wait. So please let me know when you're ready. <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> so exciting. All right. So um, it's it's interesting though that you always seem to be coming up with something new. So yeah. By the way, what kind of rice do you use in this? Uh, uh, what sake rice do you use? Uh, the the one the kameno or asahi or which? Um, no. Um, so this this rice is very secret. So, mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. If if you if you so uh, tell um, so please come in. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> well, I will plan yeah, a trap. Yeah, sorry, curious. sorry, sorry. Um, right. Yeah. 
this, uh, you know, just mentioned uh, like Asahi that you use for take, uh, the uh, club brand. Yeah. So the the first sake your father received from uh, a scientist uh, was uh, the, it's called Kameno. So tailor of uh, mm. Taro, <laughs> it's a cute name. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah, you yeah, only yeah. had three kilograms and there's a very specific rice specifically developed, but then mm. that's the three kilograms, that's almost like six pounds. And started everything, your sake very changed thanks to this uh, three kilos of uh, sake yeah, rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming out, yeah. Right. So, yeah, that's such a. Your father is such a dreamer. You are too, and uh, this is very exciting. So my father, um, so grow up rice, and uh, so now, um, three, four years, uh, two, five years ago. So coming out is uh, evolved. So. Now we use the original rice. So rice mm-hmm. name is Tan Tan Kameno. So okay. this this rice is uh, we we uh, original rice. Only used to so. <laughs> right. So you work with a farmer who can uh, develop yeah, grow yeah, yeah. that Tan Kameno. Wow. Wait. So again, that's your community driven. Um, sake production, so the use specific rice with working with the local farmers, that's another uh, characteristics of uh, take no shizo. All right, so how would you like to position your sake in the global market? Um, it is a uniquely Japanese product uh, or something that you belong to the category of wine, you mm. want to mm. be seen as a wine, um, kind of wine? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm not sure yet. Uh, uh, we want to see what the market thinks. Uh, so, wine customers is very enjoyable. Uh, we want to grow with them. Right, because uh, I started to see sake and wine uh, kind of People started to overlap the way an opportunity to drink. Yeah. Um, some sake uh, is served at the French restaurant and mm. some wines are served at the sushi restaurant. And yeah. uh, people started to appreciate because there's no clear-cut <laughs> wine or sake. Um, so I think your approach is really right. And the way uh, you pay attention to, um, you know, the way to let people taste uh, for example, use the new product, Egao, that uh, you can drink it as a aperitif, not just as sake, drinking with, uh, eating with food, uh, which is a new idea of uh, sake mm. to drink in poor Japanese people, right? Okay, so uh, I'll keep watching how your sake is drunk and <laughs> in uh, which restaurant mm. or what kind of uh, food with, right? So, and you have a highly innovative Tasting room called Bar San Lokuni Plus Sun <laughs> Bar Three Sixty Two Plus Three. Yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, where you offer new ways to taste sake. So could you tell us how why you opened this uh, interesting bar in twenty fifteen and what can visitors experience there? Uh, we opened uh, the tasting room so because uh, we realize that there are not 
many places uh, we, where you can enjoy sake in its best form. Uh, in our tasting room, you can try a wide variety of sake and all sake and very rare sake. Mm. So a lot of sake is what we have. So please come in. <laughs> mm. <laughs> right. Well, what I heard is uh, you have a counter seat and the like the yeah. seat is so far and then you serve um, in wine glass, right? Ah, uh, yeah. Like Original. Yeah, we 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 made um, we made a wine glass. So so mm. for so this bar. Hmm. Yeah. So and it, again, you work with the local uh, glass makers, which is another community-minded actions you've taken. Um, so, what's the point of serving uh, sake in a big, big or like a bigger, like uh, I would say, Burgundy-style wine glass? Um, um, so, oxidation is very important under uh, temperature. And uh, of course, uh, smell. So very important. So we try uh, 40, 50 grass and uh, tasting a lot. So so my friend is making uh, this grass. So can we go visit? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. And then you can just, uh, so is it once a week or every week? Uh, like uh, how many days of the week? And do you know, because I'm sure listeners wants to come visit and try um, your sake with a specifically created a big wine glass. So I heard it's only Fridays. Uh, or no. Um. So, and, uh, always. Always, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we come and visit you then. Okay, yeah. that sounds great. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so I know I heard you working on a new product, which is uh, sparkling sake. Yeah. So could you tell us about it and how different is it going to be from other sparkling sake? Um, I... Uh... I would like to have a tasting. I <laughs> I think uh, carbonation, carbonation and uh, lactic acid, and uh, the, so diversity of other acids are different. So very different. Right. So what I read is that the sake is called uh, La Premier Sake Petilon. Ayasaka Tsuru Nouveau and Premier Cuvée. So it sounds like a more for champagne approach to champagne's approach to sake. Mm. And uh, yeah, then I also read that the power of fermentation is maximized. So do you double ferment? And uh, like fermentation of, in the tank and the fermentation in the bottle as well, like uh, champagne? Of course, uh, double fermentation, but uh, so under more, um, 
also fourth, fifth from fermentation. We we、uh, try, yeah.、Mm, usually,、uh, you use、uh, one type of yeast to ferment.、Uh, instead, one type of yeast, but it packs the the base、uh, with a lot of different kinds of yeast. So that sounds like、uh, there's a natural、uh, interaction between different yeasts, and that's going to create more powerful、uh, power to ferment. So it's basically. You have to select one、um, beautiful type of yeast to finish the product, but、uh, based on the experience in the past of the brewery,、uh, Yoshiki decided to put everything, get everybody in, and see it's it's possible to make great sake. I mean, it can be trial trial and error, but、uh, that mixture or Collaboration of di- different kinds of yeast can produce very powerful、uh, flavorful sake, right? So, okay. So, when do you think it's going to come out? I don't know. <laughs> yet. Yeah. So, well, sounds like、uh, you have another long term project. You don't have to rush,、yeah. um, right? And、uh, rather than having rushed products, I we won't we all want to taste the complete like very interesting new products. So. We can wait, and you can keep us posted. Yeah, yeah. So, by the way,、um, the Japanese sake market is still shrinking due to the aging population, increase in competitive products, and other reasons、um, that I mentioned earlier. But the sake exports have been record high in recent years,、um, thanks to innovative producers like Takeno Suzo,、uh, like you. Now, how do you predict the future of sake? In the domestic and、uh, global markets,、mm, uh, world population grows、uh, more and more. Person people、uh, will want to try sake.、Uh, this summer,、uh, I went to、uh, France, Spain,、uh, Germany, Switzerland, Switzerland, and India,、uh, Vietnam. And、uh, Malaysia, and all the places、uh, were、uh, very interesting. So good restaurant and、uh, good person. So very、uh, interesting culture. So very energetic. So also、uh, the number of people around the world、uh, who are thinking about and.、Uh, Making sake is increasing.、Uh, we also believe that in the future we can brew sake together with people from over the world.、Mm, right. So yeah, that's interesting. I think、uh, thanks to the movement of craft beer and、uh, craft everything, and people started to discover what it's been traditional. Uh, can go beyond.、Uh, like that's exactly what you're doing at your brewery、uh, with many other future、yeah. products. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I hope I can see your products、uh, in New York、mm-hmm. market, American market, everywhere in the world. Because I think sake needs to be、yeah. uh, paid attention to, just as delicious products that can be compared with wine or the sake, traditional sake, but sake. Is it's not just、um, beverage, right? Yeah, of so, course. 
Yeah. Okay. So, what are your plans and dreams? Um, I will deliver uh, peace to the world with sake. Mm. We need that, especially yeah. now. <laughs> we, we need a good sake to drink to yeah. have a peaceful conversation, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> mm. Great. So, uh, yeah, so where can we find your updates online and on social media and also products? Um, uh, where we can find your products? Uh, yeah, um, Instagram and so internet from please and search <laughs> so if you want to come yeah of course i i waiting for you and so mm, it would be nice uh, yeah Right, and uh, I'm sure if we we visit, then uh, there will be secrets discovered in person. Uh, (laughs) Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. So the listeners, uh, the website is, uh, it has nothing to do with Takenoshi's name, but uh, it's Yasakatsuru. It's Y-A-S-A-K-A-T-U-R-U dot C-O dot J-P. And uh, Instagram uh, the same Yasakatsuru, Y A S A K A T U R U Yasakatsuru. So yes, I've been hearing about uh, your great products and your unique efforts. So please uh, keep going and uh, please keep, keep us posted. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, right. me. Yeah, <laughs> right. So thank you so much for joining us today. And it's late at night in Japan, so thank you, Yoshiki. So, listeners, if you have any questions or comments about the show or suggestions for show topics or guests, please contact us at japanese at heritageradionetwork.org or kikwatema.com. Japanese is a weekly program and it's always available at heritageradionetwork.org as well as on iTunes, Stitch, and Spotify as a podcast. Our engineer is Amen Spenjan, and we'll take a winter break for the next few weeks. So, I will see you in the new year. And thanks for listening. I'll have a wonderful holiday and the new year. This episode of Japanese was made possible with the support of Dasai. Dasai supports HRM's creative, educational reporting and storytelling that drives conversations to empower, educate, and entertain through food-focused podcasts and world-class education programs. Japanese is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe.